Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
Good morning. Hey. Good morning. I'm here. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I tell you what. I think. Oh, wait a minute. Let me look at my program. There you are, wonderful. 
you know, my 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 uh, daughter's mom was calling me, and I was just, I looked, she knows I'm on the program. She needs to go in there and wake my daughter and tell my daughter to open the line up with prayer. <laughs> so when I heard your voice, I'm like, good morning. I saw the call coming in. I usually don't stop and take the call when my uh, program is on. But I'm here this morning, hallelujah, by the grace of God. Yeah. Oh, hello? I'm here. Oh, I thought the phone cut off. Well, let's go back to our worship. Let's go back to worship. I was just getting my worship song on, and uh, Shama's mother called. But uh, I'm not going to call her back because she know I'm on the program. So we're going to Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. And we want to okay. look at ourselves this morning, the okay. way Michael Jackson saw And we want to see what he saw. Amen. So come on, let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank <laughs> you. 
Get our worship right this morning. Here we go. Is running a hundred miles an hour in the wrong direction. She is trying, but the canyons ever widen in the depths of her cold heart. So she sent out on another. Adventure justified. She's another few years older and just three more steps behind. If anybody hears her, can anybody see? Or does anybody even know she's going down today? Under the shadow of our people, we all alone. Lonely people searching for the hope that turns away in you and me. Does anybody hear her? Can anybody see? She is yearning for shelter and affection. She never found it. She is searching for a hero to ride. 
is fancy cars, fancy clothes, and people are hurting this morning. Amen. And they go to church. And then, and then he said, all these lofty steeples, meaning all these beautiful churches full of hurting people. And he said, all they do is put them in a lofty class. They got lofty, they got lofty settings for lofty peoples. And something must be done about it. And what's going to happen is that God is going to find him a woman, a man. He's going to find someone that will go to the hurting people and that will tell them, I have a plan. We so quickly rush up to them, tell them Jesus want to heal them, Jesus want to save them. Why don't you be Jesus to them? He didn't send us there to just pray and say, be warm. Tomorrow, I'll see what I can do. It's time to do it now. Hallelujah. He's given us his spirit. He's given us something that no other living creature in the world has. And that's spirit and his soul. And we possess his body. It seems like the body is possessing us. And when the body possesses us, the body wants drugs, alcohol, and sex. That's all it wants. Money, money is top. On, money is on the top of the list. So we want to go to uh, cast and crown. Jesus, can you show me just how far the east is from the west? Hallelujah! I love worship. I love Dion Mowing. I love Michael Jackson song. I love uh, War. The world is a ghetto. I love Bob Marley. All of these people, prophets of God, but no one really know they were prophets because they didn't listen to the song. They just went enjoying them lives. And Michael Jackson was steady telling them, I'm hurting. I'm trying to change. I know my ways is jacked up. And then they killed him. So he Amen. You don't see Justin Bieber's acting a fool and cutting the rug no more. Justin Bieber's <clears throat> so busy preaching the gospel, so he ain't got time to be out here driving fast and screaming up and down the road. Hallelujah. Let's see if Hallelujah. we can see how far the east is from the west. Let's see. Let's see what our brother said. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And you see us forgetting that the change of yesterday surround me. I yearn for peace and rest. I don't want to end up where you found me. And it echoes in my mind. Who want to end up where he found and listen to him? Listen to the words to the song. Hallelujah. And we're going to see what he says this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Hallel
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We're going to do with this young lady, Carrie Underwood. She uh, told Jesus to take the wheel. She couldn't do it. So we're going to let her tell us how she did that. We're going to let her Jesus, get the wheel. The wheel this morning. 
Should he die and let the whole world go free? Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. Which morning we're going to see, see why they're going to say about this alabaster box. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm trying to give the other saints time to come so that they can won't miss the word because we need the word. Amen. The we get, the better off we can defend ourselves against the disease of Satan. Satan came to Jesus after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Then the tempter come, Matthew, the fourth chapter. And he always say, if. He never ever say, you being who you are, do this. He say, if you be a child of the Most High, then won't you do this? Won't you do that? Amen. And though she spoke no words, 
We act mm-hmm. like we don't mm-hmm. die and being resurrected for us. Hallelujah. We have a guarantee of deliverance this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more opportunity that we may win some. Hallelujah. That we may win some. Not that we may win for our own personal advantage, but that we may win some. Some to him, the one that stretched out his hand. Hallelujah. Walk the seven seed, 32 and a half long years, gave sight to the blind. Oh, somebody ought to know what I'm talking about this morning. Yeah. We don't know the moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not going to take this for granted. I was just a
will never take control. I'm not going to let Father, Lord, to open our eyes, 
that we may see. Help us, Lord, to become a Michael Jackson fan and look in the mirror. You said we're like people that look in the mirror and behold in our face and forgot what matter what they saw. Oh, Father, you said according to our ability, you will give us gifts and talents. You've done just what you said, Lord. And, Father, we've laid it down. But we come this morning, Lord, to lay it all down. Lord, we we just need your hand, oh, God. You, you, you told us in Psalms 139 and 5 that you laid your hand on us. Help us to come back to truth. Help us to stop being religious and saying anything and doing anything and asserting ourselves to anything. Help us to repent today, God. Help us to repent that we may go and tell this dying world. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You alone are worthy this morning, God. You and you alone are worthy. Those, Lord, that can't seem to get up this morning, quicken them right now, Father. God, I speak to the spirit of rest, and I command them to come out of rest into your glory this morning. Oh, glorify us, Father Lord, with the glory that you had with your son in the beginning. We want to work for you. Send us, God. Bless this woman of God that have gotten up so early this morning, God, because, Father, she want to get it right. Lord, this may be our last chance. We don't know. But whatever you want to do today, do it through us, Father. Lord, we stand on the behalf of others that are weak, others, Lord, that are weary, those that are sick, and those that are bound by some type of spirit. Right now, in the name of Yahshua, whom we call Jesus the Christ, we come against the plan of the enemy, Satan. We cast it down, and we bind every principality, every strong man, every demon and assignment of the devil, we take control of it right now. And we lose your anointing over the peoples of God today. We lose your anointing. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. 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 We release the blessings of God today. Release ourselves from the care of this world. Now, Father, when we leave from the program and we go in the place you've sent us, humble us. And then speak to the dealers today whom we have to deal with, the people whom we will meet and who we will do business with. Speak to their hearts today, God. Father, we ask that men's hearts will be turned back to you. And, Father, you would do what you said you would do. You said if any man would come, you would in no wise cast them out. You said if I be lifted up, I would draw all men to me. We lift you up this morning. Hallelujah. You won yes. the victory. Hallelujah. We will we lift you up. You have won the victory, Lord. We worship, Lord. We worship you right yes. now. I want to worship you. Yes. Yes. One sound. Everybody say one sound. Yes, Lord. There is a kingdom sound. Everybody say that. There is a kingdom sound. Say it again. There is a kingdom sound. And I want you to understand this, that there is always a sound that precedes a move of God. Everybody say that there's always a sound 
that precedes the move of God. Whenever you will find deliverance, wherever you will find healing, wherever you find a move of God, it is always associated with a sound. I want us to take just maybe 30 seconds and we're going to we're going to sing this song. We're going to raise it as an offering to the Lord. But I want us to take about maybe just 30 seconds, if you will. Brother, I just want you to minister on that on that guitar. I want you to raise your hands in his presence and let's just worship God all over this room. Come on, everybody, let's worship God all over this room. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You have to be glory. You have won it all for me. That could not hold you down. You are the reason. Yeah. You see it in majesty. Yeah. You are the reason. Sing together, children. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, Somebody declare 
know if they only knew, hallelujah, the faithfulness of the Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a cross for you and I this morning. Hallelujah. Cross of suffering. Hallelujah. A suffering humanity. A people that have went astray from the Most High and have sold themselves into slavery, into bondage to the care of this world. Hallelujah. All the ungrateful men for this word. Hallelujah. There's always a word from the Most High concerning our situation because he has dealt to every man a measure of faith according to his ability. Hallelujah. That's why he just gave a measure all of the same amount. Hallelujah. He gave all mankind faith. Hallelujah. The Bible said in Hebrew, now faith is the substance. Hallelujah. Substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Good morning, family and friends. Once more again, amen. We come with another episode. Hallelujah. The watchman to the watchmans. We have not watched and we have not warned this world of the impending danger. Hallelujah. Lot, amen, he had to warn the people that the Most High God was getting ready to terminate, cancel everyone's plans and assignment in that city. Hallelujah. But they wouldn't hear. He told Noah to go up on Mount Iraq, and there I want you to build me a ship out of gopher wood. Hallelujah. And these men obeyed God. He told Jonah to go to Nineveh, and that man disobeyed God. But through his disobedience, he was made obedient. And he speedily, speedily, he began to do what he was told to do. This morning, we want to talk to you as he talked to me. And I want to get this message too. In Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Hallelujah. 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 We want to talk about the grace of God and walking in unity and spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. 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 <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, again, we thank you for your hand is upon us this morning that we can perfectly articulate, understand, and see, and tell what we saw and what we've heard 
Hallelujah. As Paul spoke, he said, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Most High, beseech you. He's given instruction this morning to those that want to learn how to walk. Amen. Every living creature upon the face of the earth had to learn to walk. Hallelujah. Now, Paul is speaking to the believer, and he's telling them how to walk. Are you with me this morning? He said, I beseech you. Hallelujah. I want to instill this in you. Hallelujah. How to walk worthy of the calling which you were called. Yesterday, we spoke about laziness. Hallelujah. Not everyone is wicked, but when you disobey God, the Bible says that you're doing witchcraft. The second Samuel, he said, the rebellious spirit feels as witchcraft. So when we don't do accordingly as the apostles has already instructed, what worked for them will also work for us. Hallelujah. This book that we're reading out of this morning, it was not just a one-time event. This is a life event. Hallelujah. With real life people that went through real life situations. Hallelujah. The book has be has became uh, uh, it has became a solution to our situation this morning because if these women of God, men of God, was able to live after all the suffering that they went through, he got up and he said, I therefore, the prisoner, explain, let me explain to you something. If you're not willing to be incarcerated by the Most High under the authority of Yahshua, Jesus the Christ, then you're not going to walk worthy. Hallelujah. You must allow him to give this instruction to us this morning so that we can be line upon line. Hallelujah. And I'm going to go on through this because I need to, amen, get to some high points. This is one high point, is that he's given instruction on walking worthy of the calling with which you were called. He's saying, the ability that was given to you, walk in that. It don't say you try to walk in my shoes, and I don't want to walk in your shoes. Hallelujah. Walk worthy of the ability while what you was called. Hallelujah. With all loneliness and gentleness, with long suffering, hallelujah, burn with one another in love. He said that. You're going to have to suffer not a little while, but a long time. That meaning throughout your journey, on the walk that you're walking on, it's not going to be easy for you. You're just going to have to walk in love even when you've been abused, mistreated, lied on, put out, rejected. Still, you got the love. Hallelujah. Because he's going to put this in you. Once you get an understanding 
of the reason you go through what you go through, you'll stop grumbling and complaining and say, I don't know why everybody treat me like that. Well, you got to remember, once you have that seal of approval on your life, hallelujah, the world can see you, show you how, 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 how God has put his approval on you. Yesterday when I was driving, going to the other side of the city to see about one of our sisters' situation, I told my son, I said, now, that guy in that car right there, he wants to make trouble with us, but he can't figure out how to. So no sooner we got to rolling, he cut in front of me. She cut in front of me. He waved his hand like, thank you. And when he got to the turning point, he started shooting signals with his finger, you know, otherwise giving that sign, that, that sign with them three fingers folded down, the thumb out, and the middle one stuck out. And I told my son, I said, see, if he could have, he would have done something to us. But since the Most High have that seal on our life, ain't nothing he can do to keep on going by the little old business. But that just go to show you. The word of God tells you that you're a prisoner. Hallelujah. How can you go and entangle yourself again and get yourself in bondage with this world system? So Paul said, you're going to have to lower your standard. You're going to have to get into lowness. You would think that being a child of the king, I can keep my chin up and I can just walk boastful proud. Isn't it now sometimes? You're going to have to walk in lowliness, lowliness in heart, lowliness in spirit. So he don't want you to be low and being walked on. He said to be lowliness and gentleness with long suffering, burn with one another in love. You're going to have to bear with these people in love. I could have said, what's your finger for, man? You know? Could have got ugly with him. But that's not my calling this morning. Amen. I'm trying to get into the standard, the position that he called me to for what he placed me in. So here's another apostle speaking to the apostle, a watchman to the watchman, saying you're going to have to walk in suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit. Hallelujah. Give you in your spirit in bonds of peace. Otherwise, you shackle down, but you still got to hold your peace. There is one body. Now get this. We'll break this down according to the ability. What would he give to me? Now get this. There is one body and one spirit. So where all these other spirits come from? And all these other members of the body come from. Just as you were called in one hope of your calling. Hallelujah. God bless you, Evangelist Neely. Amen. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism. There ain't no two baptisms. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sin. Let's just go with Acts. Where he said, I hereby baptize you in the name of our Lord Jesus for the remission of your sins, that you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost 
For this promise is unto you and your children, children, even them that are fall. And he said, save yourself from this unguarded generation. Maybe that's why so many people can't get saved, because they've been getting baptized in anybody's name. You don't know what your name was when you went down in that water. All you remember is I hereby baptize you, blue, 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 and you probably didn't hear anything. I didn't. But I knew who baptized me, so I know what they practiced. They practiced the apostle doctrine, which is to baptize you in the name of Jesus. So right here, he said there's one body, one spirit, so ain't no two, three, five, six bodies, the body of Christ. And one spirit, the spirit that the living father, he said, I breathe into your nostrils, and man became a living soul. So you have the breath of life, which was given by God, from God, amen, to the spirit that was given by God, from God. Hallelujah. He said, this spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and father of all, who is above all. Hallelujah. One father. All these names about spiritual fathers, don't be nobody's spiritual son. Because right here, it letting you know that you're going to have to walk circumspectly. And you're going to have to quit messing with things you don't understand. Hallelujah. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Ephesians 4. Amen. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Amen. We pass it on to the seventh verse. Ephesians 4 and 7. And we're going to break this down. Amen. According to knowledge. Hallelujah. Uh, he said there uh, in the seventh, or is that the end of the sixth? Let's see what it says. Come back here now. Oh, okay. Then. But to each one of us, Grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, now look, according to the measure of the gift that he's put in you. So he's giving you grace. He's giving you a measure. He's giving you a talent. Remember yesterday, amen, the man with one talent, the last word we heard the most I say, you wicked and lazy servant. Why you didn't go and get, if you knew that I reap what I have not sown, why you did not put my money, hallelujah, where it could have got back something. You sat there and did nothing. And then you stand in my face and you tell me who I am, but you don't recognize whose I am. Because you, your own self, is lost, you wicked and tired servant. That's what he told him. Here, the Most High in the seventh verse and eighth verse, therefore he says, now he's speaking. The man of God is telling you what he said. When he ascended on high, you shouldn't be bound this morning by nothing. He led captivity captive. The very thing, hallelujah, that the enemy was entangling people with, was ensnaring people with, he just put it in captivity. So no one should be in bondage to anything this morning. We should be in the bounds of Christ, amen. The Bible says here, amen, when it first began, he said walk in unity. 
I, therefore, the prisoner of the Most High God, I'm walking in it, he said. It's not. I want to tell you what you're going to have to do. Hallelujah. When he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gift to men. Hallelujah. Look here. Look here now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we, if we can understand this morning what happened. Thank you, son. God bless you. If you can understand what happened in that day and age, after the Most High had came and did just what he said he was going to do. He didn't just die and get up, but he led Satan and all of his demons. Hallelujah. He led Satan and all of his demons. He led them triumphantly open in the public and showed everybody, hallelujah, that I got Satan. Hallelujah. The very thing that had you bound, I'm going to take him and put him in captivity. Hallelujah. He had people. Under his power, hallelujah, and they were captive, hallelujah. He's saying this morning, hallelujah, that when he ascended on high, hallelujah, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men, hallelujah. The ninth verse of the season, fourth chapter, said, Now this, now this, he ascended. What does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He went to hell. Hallelujah. And in hell, he took victory. Hallelujah. He went to the enemy's camp. That's why all that old stuff you in church, we going to the enemy camp. You better stay out of the enemy's camp. Tell me we going to take our stuff. You better leave that stuff alone. He didn't tell you to go to the enemy camp and take anything. And we running around in churches, jumping up and down like we going to the enemy's camp. Don't even need to talk about going to the enemy's camp. Jesus said, amen, I went to the enemy's camp. Amen. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all heavens that he might feel all things. Hallelujah. Now listen. This is the structure, hallelujah, that was given to the apostle to set the church in honor. 11 verse, he said, and he himself, no man made you who you are. He himself gave some to be apostles. Hallelujah. Some prophets, some evangelists. See, you got to line it up the way it's written. The apostle, the prophet, the evangelist. Hallelujah. You got the prophet, the apostle. You got the prophet, the prophetess and the evangelist, and the pastor. So you ain't got a five-fold ministry. Because he said, he himself, Ephesians 4 and 11, gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists. Not all have, have the same body. Not all have the same office. And some pastors and teachers. Now look here, now look here, now look here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. I'm going to unmute y'all, but don't y'all make a bunch of noise. Holy Spirit say unmute y'all back there. Hallelujah. So y'all can get your hallelujah on. Hallelujah. 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 For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. 
Now, why are you over there trying to raise a collection? Talking about we trying to build a church. I am the church. You want to build a church? Bring me the collection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us what to do, but we do what we want to do. The Bible tells us to take care of the ox that's getting the corn. I mean, many of y'all eyes are being open, amen, because of him giving me the word. I ain't the only one. He said he gave some apostles. I'm just one of the apostles this morning. Hallelujah. 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 I'm just one of the prophets this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm going to be one of the evangelists this morning. Hallelujah. I don't want to call myself a pastor, but that's what they call me. Hallelujah. And I, and I don't like being a teacher because he said a strict punishment comes to the teacher. He said, let that many of y'all be teachers. But boy, you lead one of these little ones in the wrong direction, you're going to pay, Ezekiel 33 said, Ezekiel the third chapter said, you're going to pay, you are here responsible, you are here liable for one of the little ones that, hallelujah, he said, it's better that you have a milestone hung about your neck, great gracious of, and dropped off into the sea than to spend one of my names. Hallelujah. 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 So we don't mess it up. We don't want to mess it up, Father. We just want to get it right. Hallelujah. 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 There's one Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, in the Hallelujah. beginning, he told us it's one body. Remember, he told us it's one body, one spirit, one faith, one baptism. Hallelujah. One and one is two. But when you get into this body thing, it's one. One body. Hallelujah. He said we must... Amen. Endeavor to keep the hope, the faith, and love. Hallelujah. Suffering for the sake, hallelujah, of his name. Hallelujah. He said, I want you to set my church up this morning, sister and brother. He said, I want you to set it up with an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, and a teacher. Hallelujah. 12 verse says, for the equipping of the saints, so that the saints will, amen, learn what a fivefold ministry look like. Hallelujah. 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 For the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of, hallelujah, of God to a perfect man. I want to make you perfect this morning. Hallelujah. Jesus. You're going to have to do this thing like I said now. He said, I'm going to tell you one more time. So I'm going to tell you one more. I'm going to do you like King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar told the three Hebrew boys, he said, now look. He said, I heard that y'all didn't bow down. He said, is that correct? Yes, it is. He said, well, I'm going to tell you one more time. And y'all bow down here. They didn't say a word. He said, when you hear the noise of the flute, the clarity, any instrument, I want you to bow down. Did you get that? They Amen. said, we still not going to go around. But I don't want y'all to say that this morning. I'm going to tell you one more time what he said in the 11th verse, just in case you, amen, can't see it this morning. I want you to get this, and I want you to mark it down, amen, in your Bible, Ephesians 4 and 11, he told me what to do. And if you don't see yourself doing it, amen, then you is just as worse off as that wicked and lazy servant 
that would not obey God. That's what talent is about. The man took it and put it in the ground. He would not work the way the good master told him to do it. Now, you do it this morning. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you one more time. Now. Amen. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers, so that he can put this ministry together. So for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come, hallelujah, one body. Till we all become one body. Hallelujah. When you say ouch, I say ouch. Hallelujah. When you say I'm tired, I say I'm tired. When you say I need some joy, I need some joy. So when you're praying and when you're tired, I want you to know I'm tired. When you're praying and asking for some joy, I need some joy. I need some hope. I need some understanding this morning. Hallelujah. 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 We all come to the unity of the faith, hallelujah, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, hallelujah. So if you don't have the knowledge of the Son of God, that's why men are not perfect this morning in giving him what he asked for. They're just a steeple full of lonely people, hallelujah, because they have not lined up this ministry according to what he gave. He hallelujah. gave apostles. He gave some prophets, hallelujah. He didn't say, I'll give all prophets. I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you some evangelists. I'm going to give you some pastors. And I'm going to give you some teachers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got to get you to the measure of this faith. Hallelujah. I got to get this faith, amen, to be strong in you. I need for you to see that Paul, amen, hallelujah, and Silas, all these people, Deborah, Hallelujah. How they had to suffer. Hallelujah. He says suffering is the way. Hallelujah. If you suffer with me this morning, you're going to reign with me. Hallelujah. 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 He said an exchange. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I want a perfect woman this morning. Hallelujah. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That we should no longer be children. Take your pacifier out your mouth, stop your whining and crying, hallelujah, and get up and be counted for. Hallelujah. I don't want you no longer to be to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of man and the cunningest crafters of the sheep of plotting. That's why we need an apostle this morning. So he can bust up the chain gang. Hallelujah. Get that chain to the mind. Hallelujah. Hey, glory. Shine that up, O.C. Yeah, he said, our mind has been locked down and chained up without understanding. Hallelujah. So there's no perfecting and no understanding. We got to get an understanding of the word of God that he's speaking down in the inside of the inner man so that the inner man can be made perfect. Hallelujah. So we won't be a pair of eyes looking out in the atmosphere of prayer ears, just listening there, hallelujah. But we will be a body, a body, not a busy body, a pair of lips just flapping. Jesus. Busy body. Hallelujah. 
Amen. I want to perfect you. I want to get out the busybodyness. I, I want to get out of you, amen, so that I can put in you a teacher. I gave some teachers this morning, hallelujah. I gave some pastors, and instead of them going out, amen, and looking after the flock, they became an imposter. With that is people plotting, talking about we need some more wings so that we can put on our helicopter. God cares nothing about your helicopter and mm-hmm. nothing else you got. He's only interested in soul. Yes, he give mm-hmm. good gifts, and they yours for the keeping. But when your gifts own you, hallelujah, it ain't because he allowed it to be owned. He allowed you free will this morning. He said these men, they had trickery going on. Hallelujah. They were very carny. You know them. They live in your neighborhood. Some of them are our pastors. Hallelujah. The sheep were plotting, but speaking the truth in love. Hallelujah. They grow up in all things into him. Growing up in him. Growing up in Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. He first told you that you're going to have to get lower. You're going to need some humility. And you're going to have some trouble. But trouble don't last always. Hallelujah. 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 Speaking the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. Come on, y'all. We we, we don't have to be so mean. So mean-hearted. God did. You just need to pray. That's why they come to you. Then you pick up their spirit, and you get angry. When we do things according to the book, anger will come and anger will go. Hallelujah. I waited yesterday to call uh, one of the businesses that I've done business with, and I've spent $3,500, and they didn't get it right. And I called yesterday, and I explained to him. I was like Nebuchadnezzar. I explained to him very slow and low that I've spent all of this money, and you guys have not done. Plus, you tallied me up and didn't tell me what you were tallying. You're supposed to have been at 1900 When I come down there, you tell me 26 more hundred. So that raised the bill to 3500 and I still am not able to use this thing. And I said, what I'm going to do, I said, now, are you listening to me? He said, I'm listening, Robert. I said, what I want you to do, I want you to know that this that you said you done, it didn't get done because it's still dirty. That that you said you done, you didn't do it because it's full of dirt. He said, no, we did it. I said, well, it's sure dirty. I said, I'm going to give you three days to make it right. And if you don't make it right, I'm going to turn you over to the consumer. I said, I'm turn you over to the father. I said, but I said, I didn't know how to pray, but God told me I'm not a man that dropped bombs and burned down buildings. So I prayed for his business, and I prayed for his understanding. And I told him, I said, now, I'm going to give you three days to make it right. The manager called me back. He said, I watched the video. He said, you cursed 
He said, you even made me lose a sale on one of my machines. I said, that's right. I said, that's right. I said, that day, that wasn't me. That was Dr. Jekyll. I said, you ever seen Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? One while, he's acting right. And then the next while, he's all out. I said, so forgive me. I did pray and I repented of my ways. I said, but you all have not treated me right. And the man said, Mr. Anderson, you bring that thing back and you see me and we'll get it right. He said, but don't, 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 don't. He said, as long as you don't come in like you was in the other day, then, you know, we're going to help you. I said, no, that's why I called you. And I waited so many days before I called you because I had to work on my own self. Because when unrighteousness touch a righteous man, yes, Peter cut off a man's ear because he was trying to take the Lord. And when you touch that side of a man and he's walking in God, sometimes, man, he just come unglued. So this is what this book for. This book is to get us back on track. He want to get us back on track today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he's in the book. Yeah, he, he he gives us a recipe. Hallelujah. He tells us that when he descended, he also the one who ascended far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And then he turned around and he gave the order for the church. Hallelujah. And he told us about these men that do all these tricks and stuff. He says from the whole from whom the world body, for whom the whole body joined and knit together about what every joint supplies, according to the effectual working by which every part does itself, cause growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Now look, right here, this is why you find so many people, you understand me, having trouble in their body. Now we don't, we, we're going to deal with this Ephesians 4. And uh, 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 what is it, season four? Is it twelve? Where he's talking about, uh, and, and and you got to read it so you can get an understanding. And he's going to open your understanding. I'm going to help you with knowledge this morning to understand. In sixteen, from first you said, but speaking the truth in love. If we speak the truth in love. That's why I owned up to that. Yes, I was barely flopping around there. Yes, I, I probably did cause you to, one of your customers to leave. Yes, but I wouldn't even waste my time and tell him. But look at the picture of how they treated me. Lie? Okay. No, he don't lie. He, he telling me he don't lie. So since he see the man don't lie, I'm not going to sit there and make him believe it. You understand me? When this man told me one price, and when I come to get my equipment, he's telling me another price. But he never told me, you understand me, that he was going to raise the bar. Until he raised the bar. So he's plotting. So he told me, he said, from whom the whole body join and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the affection working by which every part does the same. I mean, does itself. So it's saying, you cannot be a pair of lips without an ear. Because the ear, the, the mouth can't speak until it heard. That's why a lot of people is a, a, a deaf mute. They can talk, but they can't hear you. So if you can't mm -hmm. hear, you're not going to have a word to say. 
So how you going to understand and say, why am I here? And you can't even hear somebody saying, what are you doing? So until I can hear, I can't speak. That's why the word of God said, be slow to speak and quick to listen. So he's saying this morning that I have put your whole body together. This is what the scripture is saying. I put it together the way it's designed to be. You don't let your head make your lips move until your heart have judged the matter. Because out of a man's heart flows the issues of life. So many times people are sick because we have allowed our mouth to say what our mind told us to say. Amen. Amen. I put your body together to work the way it's supposed to work. And that's to keep your mouth closed and go ahead on and work with the talent I've given you. Right here, that's what it says. Everything's supposed to comply according to the effectual work by which every part does itself. Speaking about one body in Christ, too. You can't be the musician, be the soloist, be the treasurer, be the usher. How you going to be all that? You shouldn't do it. That's why he said, let not many of y'all be teachers. Somebody got to be the prophet. Somebody got to be the apostle. Somebody got to be the pastor. You can't be all that unless you're the apostle. If you're the apostle, he gave this to the apostle. So if he gave it to him, would you think that if he gave it to him, that he understand that he's a pastor, he's a prophet, he's an evangelist, he's a teacher? All these gifts he gave him to the apostle. The reason he gave him to the apostle, because the apostle should distribute it. He know the gift, amen, that belongs to you. You also know your gift. But the apostle, he wants to set it in order in you so he can show you, amen, and lead by example of what an evangelist look like. And that's why I hit the streets and preach, because that's the job of an evangelist. That's why they call me pastor, because I give wisdom and knowledge to the sheep. Hallelujah. And Hallelujah. You if you Hallelujah. sit underneath an apostle, you're going to be so wise. See, God can't put something in an empty vessel until that empty vessel realize that I'm walking like a sidewinder. And he said, you got to come through the straight. He said, straight is the way. He said, all that ever came before me was thieves and robbers because they came without the apostle knowledge. He said, but you need to go back. You need to crawl back over that fence you came over and got in there. You got to go back. You ain't going to just pass it up and come on in. No, 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 no. He said, the apostle said, you need to go back. Go back over the fence and come around and come through the straight gate. Hallelujah. You got to come straight through. Hallelujah. I'm trying to I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give my son some of this stuff. I'm, I'm going to give him 31. Hallelujah. Let me see. This is some good food this morning. Is it all right? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, look what he says, the new man in 17. I'm, I'm giving a new man to the son in 17, 17. Hallelujah. And then if you all want some of this, some of this food, you got your Bible, amen, you can get a little too. Y'all can break it on down. So anybody want any of this reading? Season four. Mm-hmm. Season four and 17. So if anybody wants some of it, you don't have to explain it. We amen. can explain it. Amen. Thank God for the word. Amen. Amen. 
from tardiness. I did have a late night last night, and man, I had an issue with my wife. She wasn't feeling well, and man, uh, but uh, thank most high, he uh, fixing that situation out. Yes, yes, hallelujah. I thank God for being on the line this morning. Uh, we'll continue the great word and the apostle bringing out this morning, man. Ephesians uh, 4 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. Amen. That's good, sir. So how did they walk? Oh, that's going to tell you right there. Amen. In the futility of their mind. Amen. Weakness. That's it. A futile mind. Amen. An absent mind. A, a, a very weak mind. Amen. Mm-hmm. Having an understanding darkened. Amen. When you follow, <clears throat> it's, it, it's separated. Amen. These Gentiles that he's speaking to from, some, from the, the Gentiles that's without Christ. Amen. If these Gentiles accept the believers and non-believers. Amen. Um, <clears throat> amen. Being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Amen. Because of the blindness of their heart. You know, Paul is beginning to give you bulletins on what separates, amen, the people that have Christ and the ones that are without him. Amen. Telling you amen. that the ones that have been <clears throat> their minds darkened, the understanding they don't understand, amen. Sometimes you ever speak to people, amen, and they just one track minded, amen. You might see that you might see the bigger picture, but you try to explain to a person, and they like, nah, nah, that ain't right, nah, that ain't the way it is. That they, they, it ain't hard to get through to, amen. That's amen. How, that's how Paul is, is beginning to break down, amen, the other Gentiles, amen. He's beginning to, to show the, the Gentiles that accepted Christ and the ones that. Hadn't accepted Christ how they are, amen. So the, they talking about when you accept Christ and you go around these people, these Gentiles that's in their mind, they may be Gentiles, amen. Acting like Gentiles, amen, because they got their mind dark and they understanding me. It, it, it's zero. Zero. <laughs> you know, most of zero. That's it. You, you at the ground level. You, they were they were trying to hang on to the law. They were trying to stay it. up under the law. You know. <laughs> They, they ain't understand what Paul teaches, man. They, they ain't understand nothing about were, Jesus. They were aliens. You see, an alien, you understand me, not from the same source. That's so right. they were being alienated, alienated, you see, in their own mind. Because mm-hmm. they've been listening to somebody else. That's right. See, it wasn't mm-hmm. just they were just corrupt in their mind. They was under the wrong teaching. They were messing with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And the Pharisees and Sadducees was telling them, you need to do this, you need to do that. Well, Paul was telling them, you know, circumcision ain't about nothing no more. Amen. 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 We're going to keep continuing to read. Who being passed, hold on, let me see. Um, it, because of the blindness of their heart, who being passed, feeling, having themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanliness with greediness. These people want to work on cleaning. These are people that that just downright nasty. Don't even want to hit away. They don't come around me with that. You, you, you ever you ever went around people and start talking they, about they like they like they like the boys in Miramar. Yeah, <laughs> wicked. They, they don't want to hear nothing you got to say. I I, I didn't talk to plenty of people like that. You coming out with the word, man? They trying they trying to shut you down. They trying to turn the other way. Hey, they gonna even curse you out. They don't want to hear oh, it. When it comes comes to the word Keep of God, your religion to yourself. Why? Because they greedy for they, 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 they have an appetite for the sins of the world. The, oh, the world and overtook them, so they heart is dark. They they don't, don't see, ain't no light in them. So when you begin to bring light, 
you ever been woke up in the morning and my daddy didn't woke me? <laughs> I, I've been a little plenty of time. My daddy walked in the room, cut the light on the store, and swinging that belt. <laughs> I was in the darkness. He turned the light on me. This, this is why. This is going to help
God forbid that he had to die. Lord. But he died, and he ain't never put the roof on. He, he got the doors and the windows in. He mm. ain't closed it in. He ain't put the floor. But thank God he didn't, because that's a lot of waste of material. Because he built, he did not build on a solid ground. He built on a shifted foundation that's going to crumble. The more weight he put on that thing, it's going to break right on down. And that's why that's why the illustration that's given in Ephesians 4, he said, now listen, first I want you to get low enough so you receive the apostle. Then I'm going to give the apostle. He said he gave some apostle. But he started off with the apostle. Uh -huh. He said, now I've given the apostle, hallelujah, wisdom. Now you go and give it to the flock. And that's what we're doing this morning. We just have to get our little laugh on, you know. Amen. Go ahead, man of God, and, and let's eat some more of that. Amen. 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 He said, if you eat, he's in, 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 in first, uh, Second Corinthians 11, chapter, he said, if you eat my body and drink my body, if you drink it unworthy, you're guilty. And many of us are sick amongst us in sleep. Many people die because they mishandle the word of God. This is his body. Hallelujah. Amen. That's, that, that's exactly what, what what it is. Amen. And what came to my head when I'm possibly here to speak. Amen. When we uh <clears throat> get <clears throat> go to the store, we might buy, say, a dresser or a bed or something we need to make. And, and it come with instructions. Amen. And uh, Amen. We, we might have a contract. We might, I did this before. Uh, I did this about six years ago. I put my son's bed together and you get it. You know, and you think you you know you remember how it go and it start out yeah it start out okay yeah boom 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 you you fitting all the pieces together but you missing a couple steps in there but you like uh I, I don't need that you start making it oh that's like that barbecue fit huh <laughs> oh we don't need that <laughs> <laughs> my daddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you start missing steps in and you go like, I don't need that you start throwing parts out we, we didn't even put the hinges where you can open the top we just yeah. lift the whole top off the grill. We took the shortcut because <laughs> it had too many. That's right. <laughs> and then when you make the shortcut, the stuff looks defective. It don't, it don't, don't work where it's supposed to look. It don't, don't work where like. it's supposed to work. That's right. When, when we, when we, that's it. When we take God's word and we make shortcuts with it. Ah, Lord, I, I, I had to be all right. Let me do it this way. We're going to do it with Dr. Apostle. Yeah, we, we, we don't, we don't need no apostle. And that's the key ingredient, amen, is the apostle. And that's what many of them felt like when Paul and Peter and all them talk. People didn't want to hear that. Because they didn't want to change their ways. They said the same thing our people say. I, I pray to God every day. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I know the man himself. I fast. I fast <laughs> once a week. I, I have a friend around the corner. He's a Marine. Uh, he say, uh, who you think God to pray against? Uh, a Marine. Marine. <laughs> who you think God called on when he can't get when he can't get there? A Marine. They <laughs> got the wrong concept, but they actually believe. That God got Marines guarding the party gates. Mm -hmm. And that when God can't come and handle your trouble, he sent a Marine. Exactly. You know, so I disagreed with it. I said, Amen. Amen. It, it, it's funny, you know, it's, it's a little com comedy, but, you know, we can't find that nowhere in Scripture if you really if you really believe that. But, hallelujah. you know, hallelujah. The Scripture say angels is at the gate. Now, yeah, right. ain't, no, ain't no Marine. Uh, Amen. Because Marine, that means you, you and your uh, uh, unit are going to make it. You ain't going to make it. <laughs> Yo, your body can't even make it in that atmosphere. Hallelujah. So that's why we got to put on this new body. Amen? Hallelujah. And then even, even now, this new mind that we got to take in Christ right now. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to have a new mind. We can't have the same uh, old, uh, uh, either what we try to do, we try to place old parts, amen, to a new, <laughs> body. To a new body or to a new uh, instrument. If we build building something, amen, you might take grab some old parts. Like, uh, say, for instance, my dad's bike. 
These people had old parts on what was supposed to be something new. So that means that the whole thing is defective. That's what I told them. That, that don't mean what you did was good. It may be running. It may it ain't it wasn't even doing that. It wasn't even running. Amen. Hallelujah. So when we begin to re- replace, amen, what God has given us, amen, and we take that out and we start putting other things in, things that we think that work, but it won't work. Because why it's a shortcut to what God's trying to do, because this process may take a little longer than, than what you wanted to take. Hallelujah. You know, we got a microwave-type faith. Oh, God, I'm going to give you five days, God, to show up. I believe in God in five days. But God might not have five days in this world. He might got five months. That's what God's <laughs> what he looking at there. Let us make man. I'm not going to bow down to some mortal loom of clay. That's what Satan told the most Yeah. So I ain't going to bow down nothing. That's right. So he said, be gone. Be gone. And he didn't say that he, and he said, and, 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 and we beheld Satan falling like lightning. When he told him to get up out of here, that was it. He ain't had to lay hands on Satan. So we ain't got no business trying to lay hands on the devil. Hallelujah. Tell him to be gone. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. That's, that's what the word will do. The word will give you power, amen, over the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. Like we boy shooting the finger yesterday. He he had enough respect to go on and get on up the road. Yeah. Before he started throwing bad. The first he was throwing peace yeah, signs. Yeah, he did peace. peace sign turned into a dog on me. Have a good day, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he got on up in the turning lane and getting ready to hop down 90, going down 90, and he started throwing flying birds. Throw him out. 
That's right. No, you throw them out to the wolves. Look what he told them to do. It's all about Galatians 6 told them, brethren, if a man is overtaken in a fault, <clears throat> you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. He's talking about you. He's saying you. And then, and then over here, what we're reading in Ephesians, oh. he said, me must endeavor to keep in lowness and meekness. Mm. See, and, and, and so the Bible, he's teaching us this morning that you do this mm-hmm. so that we don't be that wicked and sorry servant. Both been going around serving. Instead, you go over there. You see the sister already heard it, but you want to go over there, you understand me, and be affectionate with the sister. So now you're giving a man has gotten totally out of the way of the Lord. And so now the apostle, it gets back to him. He don't beat the man up and tell the man, you should not have done it. Mm-hmm. He just tell the man, listen, it was wrong. Amen. You need to repent. Amen. So you go and you make your business straight mm. with the Lord. That's right. I'm going to be praying for you. But Sister Sarah, she's very hurt because she come to me and Amen. she told me, Amen. she said, Pastor, Larry Brown came to the house mm-hmm. and he told me that you had sent him, amen, the church had sent the groceries and stuff and he bought the groceries and stuff and he set them down. I told him to set them on the porch because I know you said, let not your good be even spoken of. He insisted bringing it in the house. So, I said, well, he's a brother. And he bought the groceries in the house. Then he began to minister to me. And the thing that he was ministering to me, it brought about hurt Mm. because he was hitting the nail on the head and was talking about the things that I'm going through. Mm. And I know I wasn't nobody but the Lord. And so I began to weep. And he began to console me, you know, because he was hurting too. But then all of his consolation, it turned into affection. And I know it was wrong. And Apostle, I come to you to ask you, what do we do about it? How do I get this feeling off of me? Mm -hmm. So the Apostle prayed for her and told her what it was, you know. And, and, And he probably was overtaken, you know, and she was overtaken. As long as he willing to make it right, you understand me? And there were uh, uh, repent, yeah. and uh, uh, you and him don't have no contact unless it's here in the church. Spiritual. Amen. And that's how it's supposed to be dealt with. Amen. But they don't deal a lot of ways. Amen. So he's given the illustration in Galatians 6. Amen. He said that if you're caught in a fault, mm-hmm. this is apostle teaching. That's right. Most apostles, they just put you out of the church. You know, Amen. we had a situation in Oklahoma and Victory Christian Center. They had two women in there, and they told me, they said, Apostle, we love each other. Love comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. I said, truly, it do. Love is love, and no one should reject love. She said, well, why do the pastor make me leave but don't make her leave? I said, because she loved both of y'all, but to sit up in church and the loudest thing to go on when I said, is there any futility? See, the way to deal with that issue is God, he said that he wanted us to multiply and be fruitful. So he's looking for fruit. 
if there's a relationship of any kind. You know, that's why he gave another illustration that the tree didn't have no fruit on it, cut it down. If you can't produce no fruit, you say you're an evangelist and you're not bringing nothing. So then he told him in Galatians, he said, well, okay, then I see a lot of fault going on in the church. And so what he told him to do? Amen. Um, he went on to say, amen. Um, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest she also be tempted. Amen. So that's what he was what he was saying. Amen. Because you could also go through the same thing. You also keep falling into the same temptation. Amen. You human just like the other person, amen. They may have fallen short, amen. That that don't give you room to sit there and bash the sister. Why you did this? Like, well, they already got shamed. They already got ousted. Nah. They don't need like you coming around coming on now and, and giving your two cents. What what need to happen is hey, we still love you. You know, Hallelujah. we we anything we can do for you to help you, hey, you know, call me, you know, oh, hey, accountability buddies. We, we, that's what we need to be doing. We don't need to be sitting here steady jabbing at them. The, the most I didn't did that. Obviously, if, if the light didn't got shined on the brother or the sister, Hallelujah. But we 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 like to we like to sit and jab at people. Ah, you you see what happened? Uh, then they don't come to church anymore after after yeah. they got hurt. So as soon as somebody restored them, they rejected them. They didn't have the spirit of meekness. That's right. They didn't, they didn't lower. They didn't lower their standard enough. You understand me? So now here the post sister is gone now because the brother they threw the brother they threw the brother at the church. Mm -hmm. Then the sister said, "I don't think you all should have had thrown him out." Amen. So then the pastor said, "Well, uh, why you say that?" She Amen. said, "Because he's hurting. I'm hurting. We all hurting." Mm -hmm. Amen. And that's how you deal with situations in the church. Amen. And that, that's just another high, higher uh, learning that you'll get from only an apostle. Because a lot of these churches, things like that occur, and then they'll kick both of them out, or they'll leave one and kick the other. Or they'll let it just go on, you know. Because their money, because their standards. You right. Know? If people worried about their money and worried about, oh, you're going to let this person stay in the church after they commit a sin, didn't God let you stay in the fold and you out here sleeping around with uh with Ray Ray, uh, Tyrone, and, and and you sleeping around with she, she, and, you know, the most high. He, we, see, we got to capitulate and understand that God, the way God deal with us, we got to deal with each other. about love in First Corinthians the thirteen chapter. It said if you don't have love, you ain't nothing but a bunch of noise. And see all of this stuff must be taught. We preachers don't want to preach for one sermon. We just stay on one word. No, I'm preaching all over the book so that you can get an understanding 
so that I can get an understanding. How do you think I know these scriptures? I know Amen. these scriptures because you gotta live by them. I'm not giving you nothing that I don't that I'm not living. That's why I didn't call them people that uh had taken that money from me because I was still angry. So when you're angry, you ain't gonna talk right. You're not gonna walk right. So that's why he tells us we got to lower our standards. You know, endeavor to keep the bonds of faith. Faith is what you're walking in this morning, trusting and believing. Hallelujah. It's even faith when you work on the job. Because they shut doors down. They close people, close the place up a, a Thursday night. And Friday morning, you go to work, there's no one there but the security gate. And he's saying, I don't have no information. You need to call uh, whoever. And you're looking for your check. And these are the things that is real. Same thing with the Lord. You got to have faith enough to believe that somehow, some way or another, he's going to change my situation, that I don't stay angry. So I pray and say, Lord, change me. Mm -hmm. Instead of me praying about the people that have offended me, just lower my standard so that you can be able to work in my heart. Because out of my heart flow the issues of life, and I had a lot of issues about the situation, but I also know I teach and I preach how to walk. So I had to walk the talk and talk the talk that I walked. Amen. Hallelujah. What you got, son? I got that description you were talking about to break it down for the saints. Break it on so down. Showing, uh, you know, how we should deal with each other. You know, when we stand or, or have a fault against each other. Amen. Uh, Matthews 18 and 21. We'll read out a few verses to give it the context, and we'll break it down, and the apostle break it down as we go. Amen. Matthew 18 21. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me? So you want to know, Peter Peter got a, got a, got a question for the most high. So many people had questions for God to see if they can throw them off or have a hard question for him. I mean, I got a question. They got they struggle. Struggle. Let me pray about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I got something that he might not be able to answer. I, Peter want to know, Lord, so if this man said he's doing me wrong, man, how long, how many times I got to forgive this man? So so Peter obviously had an issue that was going on, maybe amongst the apostles or somebody, his mama or brother or something. So he went to ask the most high, like, hey, you know, he said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him. He said, what, seven times? I know you you always talk about forgiveness. So the, the, seven is, the seven is a number, you know, is completion. So what? Hey, I should forgive him seven times? So he, he thought he had it figured out. So this was what Jesus told him. He said, Jesus said to him, I did not say to you. But he said, I ain't say seven times. You never heard me say seven times. <laughs> that was Christ on him. He said, I, I, I did not say up to seven times. He said, but up to 70 times seven. So if you look at 70 times seven, that's about 140. Mm. So that means you always got to have compassion in your heart. Hey Amen. You always got to love your neighbor as yourself. You always got to show love. There's no, no point in time that you show hate. But you can not put yourself in a situation, amen, to continue to be stepped on. But if you if you get hurt, amen, you can distance yourself from that person. That don't mean you got to be in their face every day, amen, hugging and, and how you doing and let's go out to eat. No. If this person may have hurted you or done you wrong, you can be peaceable with the person. You can still be peaceable. Because you don't want your heart to be hard. That's why Christ always spoke about forgiveness, amen? 
Uh, me, and, for an example, you know, when I, I'm a very, like, conscious person as far as when it comes to the community and what's going on in the black community and what's going on with our people. Amen. So when I see what's going on in society, I don't have to tell, you know, really speak on what, what's going on with the cops and, you know, what's going on with, with, with a lot of these people that are Trump fans and what's going on with black folk in, in the society. A lot of our people, you know, getting oppressed, getting shot, getting killed, getting, you know, all these things for no reason is only out of anger, amen? So when I begin to look at these situations, it, it begin to make me kind of hard and hard at times. It make me almost want to have a sort of angst or bitterness because I'm looking at my people down in the street and the, and the person might have their hands up, no weapon. Or the person might be in, in running away, as this, this recent episode that I've seen of late, where the person may have been running away from the cop and the cop gun them down in the back. This person isn't any active uh, uh, aggression toward the cop. The, the person is running away from the cop, trying to get away from them, but they gun them down in the back. And then they justify the gunning or the shooting of the person. Amen. And they may get off and, you know, they, they might have paid leave or whatever. And, and that within myself will cause a certain amount of anger. Amen. And almost, like I say, bitterness. But I have to pray and ask God to. Heal my heart because I, I I love my people. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm black. My mama black. You know my daddy black. So you know it's not about racism. I just love my people. That's who I'm around. So it, it's just like Christ. Christ came and he was amongst the Jews. You know he came to his people first, then he went to the Gentiles. Amen. So it's 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 about my environment. That's who I was raised around. I was raised around you know black people because I'm black. You know and when I see these things happen unjustly, a part of me get angry. Amen. But but God is telling me that. You know, speak to me like no, because that anger, amen, are turned into hatred, amen, and that hatred in your heart is not what God that that won't allow you to get in the kingdom, amen. Many people, amen, many of us have been done wrong, amen, by other people, amen, or other people have done our relatives wrong or done kinfolk wrong that we may have seen that it was unjust, and then what? We we begin to get angry and we begin to try to vilify or justify or begin to speak on that person's behalf or either on our own behalf when we feel we've been hurt. Amen. And then when the other person don't understand us or they speak against us, then we begin to have a certain uh, hatred toward a person. When you hear this person's name or when a, when you speak to this person, you have anger in, in your heart because the situation between you two haven't been resolved. Amen. So... When you see that that situation between the two people have been resolved, or there's been no kind of uh, uh, compensation for what went on in the matter, we'll begin to begin to hurt hurt in our heart. Amen. We ain't went to God for the hurt. We haven't prayed about the hurt. We'll just suppress it. Amen. And try to just keep it down where we don't lash out on people. Amen. And even people, some people uh, get past that and still out, uh, you know, lash out. But we haven't dealt with that hurt. So we'll begin to act out, amen, from that hurt because we haven't dealt with it. The person might be dead and gone. Amen. Amen. The person might be, have been dead and gone. They've been gone 20 years, but you hear about, uh, you know, Ray John, and, and your heart, you, you'll feel malice and hatred in your heart. Why? Because that's an issue you have not dealt with. So that's why Christ told him, you got to forgive. You got to consistently be like water. Water always flows. No matter if it's rocks in the river, no matter if it's a wall, water going to find a way to get around something or through it. We got to be free. Amen. And that means we got to take part in the water. We got to be baptized and put down in it. 
Amen. And washed away from those because because that thing will not let you in the kingdom. That unforgiveness, that bitterness, that hatred, amen, will keep us from entering into the kingdom. And we try to justify they did me wrong and they did me this, but the Bible says forgive them. Amen. Because Christ was the ultimate person who was did wrong. We can't say he was did wrong more than Christ. He didn't do nothing. He definitely didn't do nothing. And they still hated him and they crucified him. And again, what did he say when he's on the cross? He said, forgive them. That that definitely not none of us. We definitely after somebody did us wrong like that. We that's not the first thing that's coming out of our mouth is forgive them. We're trying to get at them. <laughs> we we're trying to get at them. Amen. So we gotta have a heart like Christ and say, "For God, forgive them." Right? They don't know what they're doing. They don't understand how they hurt me. They don't understand how much hatred they cause to come in my heart. They don't understand how to make my mind go and make me want to go over there and, and and do some things to them. So that's why Christ would say, "Continue to forgive them seventy times seven. Amen. And let's read on, read on and, and get us more context. And when he had begun to sell, amen, uh, number, therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a a certain a certain king who settled accounts with his servants. You know, that sounds like the other story that we were reading about, about the servant and the, and the Lord. Verse 24, and when he had begun to settle accounts, one brought him who owed him 10,000 talents. So it was this one man, the first man, when the king began to settle the accounts with the servants, when he began to say, okay, how much you owe me? All right, how much you got? How much you going to pay me? You, you see what I'm saying? That's what the king, uh, God is, is uh, Christ is giving the illustration of a king that settled the accounts with his servants. So the first one owed 10,000 talents. Let's say for the, each one, each talent was $2,000. So he owed 10, so he probably had $20,000 he may have owed the king. So the price was like uh, the Lord was like the King was like so you know how much you you know what you gonna pay on your on your day, all right? And when he began to settle the accounts, one brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents, and he was not able to pay. He didn't have no money on him. I, I'm broke. Bro. I don't have nothing. I, I'm not able to pay it. I'm, I'm you know I'm struggling right now, making it to pay the paycheck to paycheck. I don't have the money. His master commanded that he be sold. That he sell them, amen, with his wife and children and all he had, and the payment be made, you know? When you when you when you old, you actually had to work, amen, that debt off in the biblical days. When you owed a debt and you didn't have the money, you and your whole family worked off that debt. Whether you got sent over here to the other farm or you went over there and you worked off the land, amen, to pay off the debt that you owed. So he Amen. Uh, that he that he be sold with him his family and his children and all he had and that he made the payment. The servant therefore fell down before him, saying, "See the servant, the one that owed, he fell down. He was sorrowful. He was hurt. Master, have patience with me. I I, I will pay you all." He say, "Just give me a little bit more time, please. I'm gonna pay you everything I owe you. Just give me a little bit more time. Give me about six months. I have all the money to you." See that he wanted, he, he, he began to feel sorrowful because he knew what was going to happen to him and his family. So he began to beg the king and say, King, give me a little bit more time. Amen. And the, uh, 27, then the master of that servant was moved with compassion. See, the, the, the master looked down on him. He was on his knees. He's like, man, I can't do this to my servant, man. All right, man, get up, man. All right, all right. Then he said, release him. 
And he said he forgave him of the debt. He said, man, you know what? Don't even, you don't owe me nothing. Now, you my servant. You've been with me for a long time, man. You don't owe me anything. You know, your, your debt wiped clean. 20000 80000 you owe me. Whatever it is, your debt is clean, man. You don't owe me nothing. And that's what Christ did, amen, when he died on the cross. That debt through sin that we owed, amen, he wiped it clean. He said, you don't owe me nothing. All you owe me is righteousness. The only thing you need to do is just stay free from sin. That's what Christ did for us, amen? Amen. So that's what, that's, this is what Christ is giving that parable, an illustration of the servant and the king. Let's read down a little bit more. So he was moved with compassion on him, on the servant, because the servant owned way more than he could pay at the moment. So the king forgave it all together and said, you know, man, you don't owe me anything. All right, let's read on foot and see what happened. He said, but the servant went out and found one of his servants who owed him a hundred denarii. So he had a man. So the same servant, amen. The Holy Spirit just told me something. The Holy Spirit said, the man learned well. He learned that it worked on him. He shook him up. King grabbed him. Yeah. So he learned that that method worked. Mm. So he went and he did the same thing that the king did to him. He went out there, he caught him, he pulled. I'm at school. He pulled. No, no, I know. He pulled him. He pulled him and he told him, "Pay me." But the part you finna read now, you understand me? I just go to show you, as you would the man should do unto you. Do you even also unto them? For this is the law and the prophet, Matthew 7 and 12. So had he would have roughed the whole thing and did it the way that the, did, the king did to him because he know it worked because it worked on him. Amen. So had he would have kept kept it the way the king did, not see what this man, what the servant do to him. Amen. Then the master of that servant was moved. Okay, no, I already read that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants. So that servant, he had a servant. Amen. Had a servant of his own who owed him a hundred denarii. So he owed way less than what he owed the king. Mm -hmm. So he owed the king probably 20000 and this man owed him probably about 200 bucks. Mm -hmm. this, this servant, his, his, his servant owed him about probably 200 bucks. But his debt was way more than the king. To the king, he owed the king thousands of dollars. And he laid hands on him. And took him by the throat. So he choked the man because he owed him the $200. He didn't have no compassion on him like the king had compassion on him. He didn't show his servant any compassion. So he grabbed him by the throat saying, pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him saying, have patience with me and I will pay you all. See, the same thing that servant did to the, to the king, that servant did to him. But the servant didn't want to hit his servant. He looked at his. He looked at the servant. The, the servant nearly got down on his knees the same way he just came from the king, getting on his knees, begging and pleading with him. Have patience with me. I will pay you all. And he would not. He ain't even. Nah, I can't do it, bro. Nah, -uh. you owe. You've been on me. You've been on me this for too long, man. Nope, I can't do it. But went and threw him into prison. Till he should pay the debt. He threw him in prison till he could pay the debt. How you gonna pay the debt in jail? Amen. How you how you gonna pay something off for you and you in jail? I can't go work. 
You got me locked up. I'm going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, paying child support and you locked up. How you going to pay? I'm going to pay child support and I'm locked up. I'm going to pay these attorney fees, but I can't go out here and work. And I'm locked up. See, that's what they do to us today. They don't show us no pity. They just throw us in there. Amen. Because guess what? Every person that's in jail, they get the, the, the government pay them. Pay them for each person that's in there. So they more so caught up throwing you in jail than, than working out the matter. They ain't worried about Amen. making it right. They worried about filling them prison houses, amen. Amen. They worried about a dollar. See the, the that's what the, the, the first servant that fell down, his servant came to him and did the same thing, but he had no compassion in his heart. He ain't care what the man, man, I got a family, I got kids, man, don't do this to me, man. Please. Man didn't even have no kind of compassion, no kind of love in his heart. Because he just came from the king doing the same thing. He owed actually more than, than what this servant owed, way more. But he forgot about the forgiveness the king gave him, and he going to sit here and throw the book on the poor man. See that? Uh-huh. Let's read on see what happens. Amen. And he would not, but threw him in the prison till he paid a debt. Well, yeah, you're not going to pay the debt if, if you're in jail, which just don't make sense. So when his fellow servants saw, so when his fellow servants saw that what had been done, they were grieved. So when the man that threw him in jail, he had other servants. And when they saw that, they was mad. They like, man, why he do him like that? Man, he could have waited. The king gave him a chance. Why he didn't give this man a chance? Amen. Why he do him like that? That's wicked. That's evil, man. You just got justice. You just got, you you know, you just got free. Your family, he, they was talking about selling you, your family and everything, putting you in out there in the field of work. But guess what? You got down on your knees and begged like a dog, and he gave, he forgave you. But man got down, he got on his knees and asked, for, hey, man, forgive my debt, man. I'll pay it. Just give me chance, give me time. He said, no. So the, the other servants that saw this, they was mad. And came and told the master, see that? They went on this, okay, we're we going to tell the master what you did. Since you ain't had no compassion, we're going to tell the man that gave you compassion. We're going to tell him what you did. And all that he had done, they, they told the whole thing, yep, he got on his knees before him, and he didn't even listen to him. He begged him, he didn't even listen to him. He asked him, man, give me give me about two weeks, man. Man, he didn't want to give him two weeks. So the, the, the servants over there, they going to tell him on it. <laughs> they going to tell the story. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. See, though, he called him a wicked servant. You wicked. You real evil. You got evil in your heart because I forgave you all you had owed me because you begged me. You begged me to do this. So I forgave you. You sat down and grumbled like a dirty dog on the ground asking for forgiveness, and I forgave you. But you ain't forgiving your own service. Man, you wicked. You wicked for that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something to you. Should you not also have compassion on your fellow servant? So your own servant, you need to have compassion. You should have been doing the same thing. Just as I pity on you. Just like I showed pity on you, you got to have compassion and pity on your fellow servant. And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due him. So my heavenly father will also do to you, will do 
to you if each of you from your heart do not forgive his brother his trespasses. So God going to do the same thing to you. Amen? So if Amen. you don't forgive, Christ died on the cross and he forgave all our sins. So if you Amen. don't forgive your brother from stealing $30 from you, guess what? God ain't going to forgive you. See that? So if he don't forgive you, do you think you're going to make it into the kingdom if he don't forgive you? Certainly no. not. Uh-uh. We got to be If God don't forgive me because this person was talking about me like a dirty dog, do he think he, do I think I'm going to get into the kingdom? No. Because I didn't forgive them. Because why? Christ forgave me and I did some people wrong in my life. I might be doing people wrong right now. But God has forgiven me for it and I got to ask for forgiveness. Yeah, that's good, but did you go to this brother and sister 
and say, I forgive you. Or would you forgive me? Amen. See, we, 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 that, that, that's what we got to get at. Because Peter, Peter came. Because Peter had some of this heart he needed to get out. Because he, cause he, obviously he was dealing with some hurt. So people did him wrong. So he like, man, God, how? that's how the story started. He went to he went to, to Jesus and was like, man, how many times should I forgive a person that that do wrong against me? The Bible didn't say what his what his issue was, but it's obviously he had an issue or something was going on, a telling a telling tale because he brought that up. Amen. 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 We're gonna open the line up, amen, and see if anybody want to expound on the word, amen, this morning, amen, as as working on this whole heart of ours, amen, getting it right, amen. So if anybody wanna have anything they wanna say this morning, amen, you can come forward. Um, I wanna speak on um when a, a person have a closed mind and that I have this this member of the church who has the whole church disarray, but because her brother is the pastor, she just does whatever she want to do. He don't say anything to her. But my thing is that she uh, sits behind me in church, and she, you know, she when I, when the pastor somebody speaking, she do this little undertone murmuring talk. And um, and it, and it, and it bothers me because I'm trying to hear what's being said, and you sitting here undertoning, and I just think it shouldn't be going on. And so, and then time I walked in the church, and she uh, looked at me from head to toe, and she was so upset that when uh, she got to when she got up to sing. She just lost it, didn't say anything in the middle, just stopped singing. And uh, I had to talk to her, but she was, I seen when she was closed-minded. So uh, she wanted to do a bit more organ, so I just said, okay, let's just forget it. But And I said that to say this, I'm not holding it, I'm not, I'm not going, I don't have malice, I'm not, I don't, in my heart toward her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see that this is behavior that she have in the mm-hmm. church because her husband is the system pastor and they mm-hmm. have a lot in the church that the pastor have allowed her to disarray the whole church. Mm-hmm. That, that that members, they're not on one accord. Right. It just actually, I was just looking at it two weeks ago when it was when we had a a feeding at the church. How everybody was just running around, just running around, and see she don't do nothing in the church, but she like to tell people what to do. She don't do anything, whatever needs to be done in the church. She not gonna do it because she feels that she's. Um, above everybody else, if you do what she say, or or it's just that's just the way it is. To the point that the pastor's wife and daughter is unhappy in the church, mm. 
and 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 the daughter and the wife got out of the choir, and it's because of this one person, the pastor's sister. Amen. 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 And I, I, I mean, I'm saying, why would this happen? Because people are just dropping out from church. Amen. But the thing that it's the money thing. It's the money. And so so that means no souls is being saved. The right thing is just not being taught. It's just not right. Amen. And I'm feeling in the malice and anger toward her because I see where she's at, and I know what I am, and I know my walk with God, so I have to do the right thing. Right. That's right. I don't have no argument with anybody because I'm a humble person. That's right. They perceive me as being a little dumb, lazy, a little dumb person. They be told what to do, and it's gonna be done. Amen. And so I have, in a sense, because mm-hmm. I'm so humble. But in my walk, is where I'm supposed to be. Amen. That's um. Amen. That's that's a similar story that we that a lot of people have, and especially in the church, and especially when you meek and humble and quiet, a lot of people think they can run over you and you know do things like that. Amen. And that you know that and that make a lot of people uh, have church hurt. Amen. When you know the people of God not acting like the people of God. Amen. I don't know. I don't know them personally, and I don't. I haven't been to the church. Amen. So I'm not going to speak on them personally. Amen. But I understand that. You know, uh, that there are people that are hurting in the, in these churches, amen, and uh, that that feel like they're they're prisoners, amen. So I'm gonna just speak on a, a general matter, amen, and, and ask maybe ask a few questions, and then we'll try to see if we can help you in that situation, amen. Uh, uh, how long have you been a member of this of this uh, said church? About a year, but I'm I'm moving, I'm transitioning out, I'm going to apostolic. I'm, it's not for me to be there. But I'm just Amen. I'm I'm just saying, you know, um so you're just I'm speaking just, on the matter of how different things are in the church basically that are you know make people leave pretty much. Is, is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. But you you're doing and the I, right thing and go ahead. And I huh. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I was like, yeah, and you know, you're saying you saying you have a certain place in the church where you sit at, and she sits in front of you. Is that correct? She sits behind me. Oh, behind she you, okay, okay. She come sit behind me. Okay, and you said I you mean, spoke to her about it before, correct? So, um, and I've um, I've got us to say some things, speak on some things in the Bible that God showed me. And I did mention about the fivefold ministry. And he come back and said, it's seven to the congregation and start preaching on that. It's just the things that I'm like, it's like, you don't know what you're talking about in the Bible. It contradicting me. as the, And, you know, I have to keep praying that I'm not going to let anybody Tear me down because I know where I am in God, and I know God do talk to me. And, Look, uh, 
Hey, Vice Mayor, check this out. Check this out. Just check this out so I can help you with your infirmities. We just got through reading what he said we're going to be doing. I mean, we went from Scripture to Scripture. And if you think about Ephesians, if you think about Galatians, if you think about Matthew, all these scriptures where he's telling us to walk lowly, you know, all the illustrations I give you how they've been treating me, we don't care what she knows. We just give you the scripture where the fivefold ministry is at. So, you know, listen, you just correct her and say, you know what, just in case you don't know, this is the fivefold ministry, baby. And God told me to give you that. And all you got to do, you ain't got to give it to her on a piece of paper. You told her, you know, let us, let us, let us see what the words say. And you just make me understand what it says, you know, so I can get the right understanding. The Bible says agree with your adversary quickly while they're in the way. So now it has become a part of your Christian uh, values that this woman's attacking you. She's not attacking you. The man in the car shooting the bird at me. He wasn't attacking me. He's attacking the Jesus in me. So let mm-hmm. Jesus fight his own battle. Yeah, it's going to be so good when you let Jesus fight his own battle because if you just spoke the word of truth, you understand me, and then they tell you seven, if you get mad about it, it's because you're not walking. See, if you're walking in that walk, like I got mad at the people up there, but I waited before I talked to them again. You understand? Because I had to yeah. get some wisdom and some knowledge. Yes. You see, because just being angry ain't gonna, ain't gonna make it no better with her or with you. So the way yeah, you deal with that, you tell her I prayed about it, and the Lord asked me to ask you, would you please break down the scriptures mm-hmm. where it said He gave some apostles, and that's where in Ephesians four, He gave some apostles. So right then and there, you ain't got to tell her nothing. You don't have to ask her nothing. When she get through it, she willing to do it. When she get through doing it, you understand me? Then see how she gonna look. And then say, now explain it to me, sister. Sister, know it all. Please explain that to me. You know because there's been some disagreement. This has been bothering me. And this I said, the pastor. This the pastor. That's the pastor. Hey, this is the pastor, and he a man. He sit behind you? No. No, this the, his sister is the one. His sister. His sister. Oh, well, I see what kind of spirit that is. We just have to go to church with you. We just have to go with you. Because they're the one lost. They're the one lost, so you don't. You don't have to be angry and upset about how they're doing because they're doing just what they do because they don't know and they ain't trying to know. Now, we're going to read this again so you can hear it, and then you'll get a better understanding. Now, he said he, what he did, Adam, he said Paul was a prisoner, okay? Yes, he I said, Yeah, so he's telling us, but he's telling us the ingredients, though. He said, number one, uh-huh. you're a prisoner. Being mm-hmm. that you're a prisoner, you ain't, you ain't really got a lot of say so. So you ain't got no business being mad because you're a prisoner of the Lord. Now, he, now, he told you to suffer now. He, he said, now you're going to suffer, okay? Mm-hmm. So did she make you suffer? No, I didn't. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Good for you that you suffered. Praise the Lord. So 
So you got to check the word out. The word say you're going to suffer. Okay, now if you told me you didn't suffer because of what she just did to you, then you didn't do it the way the word said. The word said you're supposed to be suffering in the bowels of ever doing the, the Christ. You know what I'm saying? So you yourself have failed. You're not being a righteous servant now because you have not obeyed the word of truth. Did you suffer for the way she act? Are you suffering? <laughs> well, I guess yes, I'm, I'm trying to put behind it. No, but I'm going to help you though now. I'm trying to help you. Are you suffering? Yes, I'm suffering. You think I didn't suffer? Mm -hmm. because that yeah, I'm suffering. So since I'm, thank you, Amy. Yeah. I'm trying to get you to see yeah. that suffering is the way. You're crying. You're crying because you're suffering. What you do is do what Paul did. Paul jumped up after he'd been dead a whole day and ran back out there where he killed him at and started preaching again. So let her just keep killing you until you get dead enough to just say, Lord, I thank you. Okay. I got you. I mean, that's what, that's what we've been reading now. I mean, you can go back over the scripture. If you need, if you need to call and listen to the recorded message, uh, if you need to go uh, and get on the Internet, and listen to the recorded message on the site, then you know you can see that everything that the Most High has been giving us to talk about is all about us knowing Him. And when we get to know Him, go to work. You're a prisoner now. You, you are a prisoner. You just don't want to be in bonds. See, He said you're a prisoner in bonds. You are bound by this thing called love. He said, even as I suffer, you must suffer also, that I may win some. He said, I'm trying to win some, man. And you crying over your hurt. Said, get up from there, you unrighteous servant. Go get some more hurt. That's what I do. Yeah. And you don't even know the hurt I go through. Man, everywhere I go, people's is, because I'm always talking about the most high. So when you're talking about him and you got him down in the inside of you, you're supposed to get hurt. Because them people is hurting, so hurt rejects hurt. So I'm hurting because of, for they sake. I'm not hurting for my own sake because I can just lead a church. You see, but you don't lead a church because now the apostle got to come to the church and then he just got to sit there. You know, I don't need to get up in the pulpit. I need to sit in the back and learn. And then he'll tell me to open my mouth and then I'll have to tell him the reason so much confusion is in the body of Christ. Right here, it told us in the scripture that there's one body. One mm -hmm. spirit and right. one baptism. Right. The Lord told us this morning. So he, he he's freeing you today. He, he's freeing yesterday. He freed you so that you can go on and do what you're supposed to be doing for the king. This morning, he's freeing the people. You're not the only one, baby. You're not the only one. It's, it's millions of them listening to this message. And they, too, have the same problem. Because this is not a problem that just goes on in your church. This is a problem going on in all churches. Especially when it's a church full of hurting people. So that's where hurting people is at. When you hurt when you come there? Yeah. Yes, I was damaged and bruised and hurt. Yes. I mean, I had to come all the way to him. Because when I was trying to come to my brethren, you know, I had a brother call me from my church and told me, man, you need to stay on the subject. You don't need to be going off and demons and everything. He's a demon. But did I leave him? Did I stop no. loving him? Did I no. stop trying to befriend him? Yes, no. I did. I just kept on loving him. I kept on befriending him. And now 
he gets us humble. He just twiddled his thumb. And he said, man of God, he said, man of God, right there, right there, man, that, that opened my understanding. The word come to open up your understanding. His stuff is like nasal spray. You can just it, spray something in your nose to break it up. Amen. The most high be spraying on. Look at how he sprayed the devil in Matthew, the fourth chapter. For it is written. For it is written. For it is written. You know the written word. You told her what the word says. She said, no, it's seven. So right then and there, that showed her ignorance. So she's a lazy and wicked servant to go against the scriptures. And I'll tell her to her face, there's a lot of wicked and lazy servants. We know God, we serve God, we live in holy and righteous, but there are some little things that we do and some things that we don't do. And Amen. we need to do what the Bible says. See, that's what the apostle doctrine comes from. It comes to, to make you do what the words say do. If the apostle deviates from the word, you understand me, you're supposed to be learned enough to say, now wait a minute, now wait a minute, now wait a minute now. You know, is that another scripture? You know? It must be another scripture. What 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 can I find of that? You know, because I like the way it sounds. I mean, it, you know, I mean, what can I find? And if they don't find it, let them find it. You don't need to find it because you know you know there ain't no sevenfold ministry. Yeah, it's a sevenfold ministry. Satan and his demons. That's the ministry people be from when they create all kind of mess. If the pastor's sister is that messy, you understand me? Well, then why he don't pastor her? Cause that's family. That's family. That's family. But family. But that's a spirit. If I let one, see, he said there is one body. So if my body is the body of righteousness and truth, and I'm under this ministry, you understand me? Or I'm in this ministry, you know, called to this ministry. Then God may be finna do some overhauling and get their bodies right. You know, a lot of people bodies out of whack and they go to she probably take a lot of medication because they go they send you to the doctor and the doctor give you this uh, medication and the and the word pharmaceutical is witchcraft. So you know that on the witchcraft if you're taking too many medications. So you need to check your medication, check yourself, you understand? See how you feel when you take one and not three. And then that may be the problem. Sometimes medication, you know, people don't never think about that. They don't preach about that. Sometimes medication can alter one's thinking. Yes. Maybe you may be thinking, you know. So there's a lot of reasons could be the reason, you know. It ain't all the time the devil, you know. And then sometimes they want to run you off from the church because you have a gift and somebody going to come in there and need that gift that you got. That's so it. I wouldn't. I would leave my church. I'll stay right there until the apostle come. I'm going to be sitting right here. <laughs> That's the way I feel. That's what I feel about all these churches. We're going to be in a whole bunch of churches, and they're going to throw us out, you know, and then we're going to be sitting outside on the pew, and then Jesus is going to come, and he's going to say, I've been sitting by you all the time. They won't let me in either. So, you know, we'll just enjoy Jesus outside. <laughs> That's why he told them to go ye into all the world, teaching them to observe all things, you see, and baptizing them 
See, this was before Jesus came in the name of Well, the word that say baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Okay. Well, they, well, they, well, they knew the Son was coming, but the Son hadn't came. So when the Son did come, you understand me, the Son gave life. And what the Spirit is is life. But they had the letter, and the letter killed it, and a lot of them people with the letter ain't died yet. So they got the letter. But the Spirit gave life. So you don't let nobody kill your spirit because there's one body, one spirit, you understand me, and one Lord. So when they start, see, they got some spirit killers, too, in these churches now. Amen. Don't let yeah. them kill your spirit. Every time they start trying to kill your spirit, think about Stephen. Think about Paul and just stand there and take it. Stand there and take it. That's why they showed us that these men died. And this is why the scriptures say any man that say lose his life won't gain it. So that means that you just stand there and just, lose, just give yourself away. Just let them just kill you and stab you in your back because you're going to get up and live again. Because Paul got up the next day and went and did the same thing. So they saw that death didn't mean nothing to him. So we don't want to kill him again because he's going to keep coming back to life. You know? They can leave him alone. So that's the way we are today. You know, the Bible said we kill all day long and count it as sheep to the slaughter. You know, you just got to just take them scriptures. And you got to just bless him. Just hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm going to keep going to the slaughter. I'm going to get killed today. Hallelujah. Oh, any man that loses his life, he said he's going to pick it up again. And he and he proved it. He proved it through his own self. We talked about that this morning. How did he win? Yes, and then he came yes. back and gave gifts on the man. At first, Satan, the man, thought that he had the world because he was deceiving many. But then came yeah. Jesus, and he took our place. And that's the first word we started off with this morning. Baby, you got to die. If you don't die to your flesh, baby, 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 they're going to hurt you worse than you've been hurt. It's all right to be hurt, but I don't want to be wounded and fleeing with a wound. I mean, I need to lay in the hospital and let them fix this thing now. You know? Amen. Amen. But it keeps it keep bleeding. They need to stop Amen. the bleeding. So the hospital is you. You can stop them from bleeding. Amen. But you first got to be healed. See? Amen. Word come to heal you. Everything you said, the word, if you think about it, you rejoice and said, I already heard that this morning, Apostle. I already heard that. that amen. He ascended on high. All his, all, the only one. He said, well, I tell you, nobody went to heaven now. So if you listen to the scripture, he that ascended on high. Also was the one that descended in the lower parts of hell, and so when he came out of hell, he led captivity. The whole scripture changed. Now I got the devil. Now I got this devil. Now I'm leading him. You understand? Y'all see me? Got it? I got it. Yeah. The one that yeah. y'all. I got him. Don't let him get you no more because I'm gonna let him loose. So the Bible Amen. said that he loosed him, and he went out. To deceive men. And then he Amen. said, I'm going to come and get him again. And I'm going to shackle him down this time. He said, I'm going to put him where those angels are at in the book of Titus. They looked on woman and saw women were fair. And they came down and they gave those women children. See, the word of God is line up on line up on line up on line. He a little down, a little. It is what it is. But it takes the apostle to unravel it. Because it's really not hard to see it because you just got the apostles just make you think about it. Now, if he didn't live in captivity, captive, I'm not going to let these folks bow me up. 
And then Paul Amen. said, I'm a prisoner. But Paul said, I'm a prisoner now. He let you know from Jump Street that I'm a prisoner. So if mm-hmm. I'm already incarcerated over here, how in the world are you going to get me incarcerated over there? I can't be a man incarcerated in two places now. You know, I can't have, I can't have uh, uh, two slave masters over me. You know, I'm going to have one slave master. I ain't never seen a slave master had another slave master on the understand me. So being that Paul was a slave, he was a prisoner. He said, I know that there's one body. I don't know nothing about all these other bodies. Because anybody mm-hmm. can't be a body. Because anybody mm-hmm. cannot be the body of Christ. You got to die first. You got to realize, am I ready to die? Do I want to die? Hallelujah. You know, you cannot be like a light switch. You know, some people are just like a stereo. Unplug the cord out the wall and go off. As soon as you plug it back, it's live again. Some of them are like musicians. Or they hit that piano. And the whole church just, just break out. But I want to unplug some organs. I want to, amen, yeah. take the drama stick. Stop the music right there. And let's yeah, see who yeah. can see a song shout. And the shout will be gone. Let's see who can be hallelujah. And that's what he had put in you. He put that in people that's willing to come here and listen to this. See, not everybody's going to come listen to it. Amen. Because they don't Amen. want their understanding open. He said, whom the God of this world has blinded their eyes, that they should see. They don't see. Because the God of this world got them covered up with pearls and money and automobiles, trying to get a new set of helicopter wings. Hallelujah. And all this stuff. Hallelujah. I mean, one day, it's going to happen. I'm going to buy a jet. And the jet is going to cause about $62 million. It's going to cost about $62 million or $125 million because I want the song going to be a big jet. I want to show the churches when you fly, fly your members with you. You understand? He didn't left his mind. He didn't left his body. And he didn't left his soul. All the he left his members. First thing he did was he left his members. Because if we want body, then let me fly with you too. You understand? Amen. Amen. Oh, this is the pastor's retreat. And then when you walk in the door, the pastor got a big old ball of EJ. Ain't nothing wrong with him drinking, you understand me? Ain't nothing wrong with him drinking some EJ. That's what he chose to drink? God is not going to put him in hell. What's wrong Amen. is why you did it in secret. If it's, a, if it's not sin, then, you know, if I go in the store and I want to buy me some Budweiser, I ain't going to be trying to tell them, put it in an extra bag, put it in an extra bag. Extra what? Amen. He sees, he sees my indicative of living in, in Huntsville, Texas. I'm trying to screw the light bulb. She said, Robert, don't do it. I said, what you what's saying, Dickie? She said, he can see in the dark. She told me, do not change that light bulb. Amen. Amen. She Amen. told me, she said, Robert, you know, I've been up a few days around here. Yeah, that, old, that old ventilator, some of that oxygen machine, that old ventilator. She said, that old ventilator. <laughs> <laughs> this is what she said. She said, uh, uh, I've been up around here because, you know, I'm kind of worried about that machine might cut off. She said, but I told um, last night, you watch the machine, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> She told me Amen. when the storm came back in 2000, she said, nobody bought me no water. Nobody. She said, but my light stayed on, my internet stayed on, my phone was on. 
My phone was on. I had plenty of food up in it, Eva. Amen. She said, so. Amen. She said so. I wasn't alone up in here. She said, I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Everybody else had no lights. They were like, your lights on? Yeah, baby. <laughs> that's because that's the Lord had a beam on us. They looking at the electricity. They don't know the Lord. Let me tell you something. Boy, you don't know. Amen. I'm going to say this, sir, but I'm going to give it to y'all. Sold the 139. So where can I go? If I go to hell, he there. And get on down in the scripture. He says, even my light, even my darkness is light. He said, they both for the same. Amen. My God. You know, and that's the way you got to think, you know, Sister Mary. You know, uh, that's how you got to think. You can't be thinking that, well, they cut my lights off. My cousin, Rosalind, uh, uh, she had told me uh, uh, that, you know, they, they were trying to pay the light bill. So I went and took, and took some money, you understand me? But the man came and cut the lights off that evening, you understand me? And so we were friends. She was friends. And the man that cut them off came back and turned them on. Not this house. <laughs> Her husband just had a heart attack. You gone on with the electrical devices. Because I'm going to turn the lights on anyhow. So to do it legally, I said, according to the law, you come back and turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> you say, guess what? The strangest thing happened, which is not strange, you say. The man came, turned the lights back on. I said, what man? How he do it? What? She said, I don't know how, but I know why. Oh, my God. Well, we have got to get out of here. Y'all make, you know, I wish the people would really call into the program because, you know, they really could get fed because he's feeding me. me and with too. all the things that I have seen and heard, like my auntie telling me, uh, Rob, don't put that, don't, don't do that. I said, don't do, uh, I'm going to put the light. She said, no, 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 no. He can see in the dark. And was serious about that. So the yeah. day she died, she didn't have a light bulb on her front porch. She had the picture and had a bulb in it, but that bulb was dead. She just let everything just die so she can live. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what God be speaking to me. Sometimes I ask God, I could be in the shower. I could be in the shower. And one day he told me, and this is and every day he tell me something. Last, I was in the shower this morning. He said, uh, uh, "If the people, if the people was all, if the people was all ears, maybe they would, maybe <laughs> if they were all ears, maybe they would be obedient." <laughs> I said, "Lord, I said I don't that because you gave us a body." And then he brought me to the word. That's loud enough. Then he brought me to the word. I didn't even realize that's what he was saying. He said, well, "Go over here and let me show you one body." You understand me? One baptism and one spirit. So when somebody tell you about these seven these seven things, if they ain't talking about the seven churches, you understand me? Then they, then you know then they you know they are they, they ain't in revelation. You know that's the only seven that I know of. You understand me? That are, uh, was given life in the matter that she's talking about as men's going to working in the kingdom. You know as the ministry. You know so you know she's kind of throw it off. You know and what you have to do is just chuckle a little bit. You know and just say Amen. You know. And she'll say, mm -hmm. yeah, I know I'm right. She'll say, I know I'm right. Mm -hmm. So we're so glad that everybody's get, gotten something out of this lesson. You all that are in radio land out there, amen, praise the Lord. 
uh, I'm soliciting uh, for some help as Paul asked the Corinthian churches to give to the Levites, to the Jews, amen, to the priests that stood at the gate, amen, and preached glad tidings, and eyes were open, and amen, dead peoples got up and walked, hallelujah, people's lives amen. changed. And if you believe amen. in the life changing ministry today, amen, that will bless you, amen, you may live in Canada, Australia, you may be in the Philippines. It may take 30 days, amen, to get your letter. But please, send me a letter. Hallelujah. Send me a letter, amen, with your testimony, with your praise report, or your request for prayer. And I will do my best as expediently as I can to respond to you. And I'd like for you to send that to P.O. Box 406, Alif, Texas, A-L-I-E-F 77411. And if the Lord would lay it upon your heart to sow seed to this ministry, I know a lot of you all don't pay tithes because you haven't been taught them. And a lot of you all do pay tithes. But I believe that if you eat at Burger King, pay the bill at Burger King. Hallelujah. We have a lot of places that is teaching and preaching good, sound doctrine. Hallelujah. Share a little this way to Apostle Anderson at P.O. Box 406, Elise, Texas, A-L-I-E-L, 77411. The Holy Spirit told me to begin to ask for support so that the peoples can grow, so that you can grow. It's not so I can grow because I'm growing in the grace and wisdom and in the word. I've given you testimony. If you're going to drop it on the ground and lose it anyhow, and then I or someone else, amen, with the same light spirit, maybe one of you all that are listening, is going to pick that money up. The Bible said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. So if you're not a wicked and lazy servant, and if you are wicked and lazy, then your wealth is going to be gone anyhow because your wealth is my wealth. It's laid up for me. Hallelujah. I'm so blessed this morning to partake at the master's table. Now, it's got to be mighty, mighty good food to sit around at the table from 530 to 945. Usually, after we have eaten, we usually get up and go to work or go somewhere. This morning, we have gotten up, woke up, and now we're ready to act up. I'm grateful this morning. I'm grateful for you and you and you and you and all of the listeners. Hallelujah. If you do that, what I've asked you to do, I'm going to let Don Moen sing this song to you, and he's going to tell you how this works.
Well, he has made a way, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And he's making a way for us to get out of here today so that we can be able to go and do what we was called to do. We all was called to evangelize. Hallelujah. And so seeing that he's already called us out to evangelize and do the things that need to be done today, Father, we thank you this morning that we've heard your word, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to hide your word in our hearts today, Father, Lord, that we may not sin against you. Lord, if it be any shortcomings of sin, God, before we leave the line this morning, Lord, we repent today and we ask you, Father, Lord, that you, God, would heed to us, Lord, as we make our beckon approach to your good and perfect will. We ask you, Lord, to take away the things that we don't need today, God. Hide us behind your cross, Lord. Oh, God, pour out your spirit upon us this evening, this morning, Lord. And then upon the evening time today, let us still be walking in truth and holding in righteousness, Father. Lord, bind us with cords of love that cannot be broken, Father. Oh, God, bring these bodies together, Lord, that we may, God, be set in order today. Set the bodies in order today that we become to a measure of a stature of a man, Lord, until we all come into the unity of the faith today in Jesus' name. We thank you. We love you. And may all of God people say, Amen, and you all be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.